This podcast is sponsored by Ramp. Are you the decision maker in your company? Consider this. For the first time in decades, there's a better option for a corporate card and spend management platform. Meet Ramp, the only corporate card and spend management system designed to help you spend less money so you can make more. Most corporate credit cards offer points as incentives, but those points amount to less than their worth in real cash value. Ramp's business cards offer you cash back, real money in your pocket. Plus, you control who spends what with each vendor. And Ramp software collects and verifies receipts automatically, which means you'll stop wasteful spending and close your books in hours instead of days. Businesses that use Ramp add up to 5% to their bottom line the first year. If you're a decision maker, adding Ramp could be one of the best decisions you've ever made. And now get $250 when you join Ramp for free. Just go to ramp.com slash easy. Ramp.com slash easy. R-A-M-P dot com slash easy. Cards issued by Sutton Bank and Celtic Bank members of DIC terms and conditions apply. I am Sarah Jane Case, and this is Enneagram and Coffee. Hello friends, happy Thursday. I hope your day is treating you well. Today we are continuing our series on productivity and pleasure with the Enneagram type three in mind. But first, today's rosebud and thorn. My rose today is that I finished recording my audiobook yesterday. I am so excited that it is complete and out in the world and I didn't lose my voice before we finished. Big win. My thorn is that I do have a bit of a vulnerability hangover after reading through it. It's a wild feeling to read your entire book front to back in front of people. Um, The two people who were helping me had someone from the publisher, someone from the recording studio, and they were both so lovely and so encouraging and so supportive. But I still just kind of like, in some ways, like, I loved it even more, like the book, and in other ways, I'm kind of feeling like I need to unplug and just go underground for the weekend to recover from that level of just being seen. My bud is this weekend is going to be lovely. I think I'm going to play tennis again with my husband, and we'll probably go to the farmer's market together, which we never get to do because... We barely have days off together, and he happens to have the Saturday off, so we can be in relaxed mode at the same time, which is very exciting. Okay, friends, let's talk about productivity and pleasure for the Enneagram Type 3. If you haven't already, I encourage you to listen to the intro episode where I talk about the importance of finding our rhythm with these two things and why I think productivity should exist as an entry point to more pleasure. In these individual episodes, I want to tackle what can prevent our productivity and tips for allowing our time we create through more productivity to be pleasurable. So, all right, type threes, I know you are the kings and queens and people of productivity. Like, this is your jam. You're like, I don't need help with productivity, but I do have some tips for you. (laughs) The first one is to carve out time alone to work. This is particularly important because right now a lot of people are working from home and Threes tend to find it irritating or grating to be interrupted while working. Having a place in your life to focus on one thing at a time can really help you to get your work done more quickly as well as unplug when the work is done. If you're kind of working from the couch and living from the couch, 
that's going to create a lot of unnecessary frustration and task stalling for you. As a three, you're going to do much better if you kind of hole up for a few hours instead of working all day long on the couch. Number two, set markers and objectives for your process. Type threes are highly motivated by measurable success markers. And I've noticed that you guys might find this tricky sometimes when you don't have a boss or some authority who's like providing those for you, that unless you're providing them for yourself, it can be a real struggle and can lead to some procrastination or um, struggling to do the things that have a little bit less credit to them. You know, the things you're not going to get a pat on, the, pat on the back for. You might kind of do a lot of more of the front-facing tasks where you're likely to get accolades and pats on the back and, you know, good jobs and leave some of the more, the, the work that needs to get done but doesn't necessarily get the same level of recognition to the back burner. So if you are self-driven at work, make sure that even the smallest tasks have some sort of measurable outcome that you can check off. Even if it's just a to-do list or maybe a bar graph that you fill as you go, some sort of reminder that progress is being made and that you can give yourself the accolades, like the good job can be done internally. Number three, inspiration and rest are also objectives. Depending on your job, you may find that you are focused heavily on the tasks that get recognized and that have clear objectives that you can measure. However, for a lot of jobs, you need other things in order to do well. You may need creative inspiration in order to have ideas to even make things with. And we all need rest so that we can maintain momentum in the long run, but also compassion in the long run. If you are in a helping field, if you are a nurse or a social worker or a doctor, or you're doing any kind of work that requires compassion, Compassion fatigue is a very real thing. You need space, you need rest, you need breaks so that you can start to really care for people again. So schedule time for these things on your calendar ahead of time. I do mine monthly. You might wanna do yours weekly depending on what your life is like, but make sure you're scheduling time in for creative pursuits, you know, inspiration and rest. Which brings me to number four which is rest is productive. Here's what I see way too often with my type threes is they go hard, right? Like it's like, okay, I have my thing I wanna do. I have the vision. I'm not only gonna do it, I'm gonna think of all the ways that I can do it well, the best possible way to do this thing and I'm gonna just go for it. And then you give everything you have and then at the weekend or at the end of the project, you crash and you don't leave your couch for multiple days and you're like in that moment feeling like you failed. Like, oh man, I spent the whole weekend on the couch. I didn't, I don't know what I'm doing with my life. I'm like so exhausted. And then you get back up, you know, whenever that energy comes back, you're like, okay, I'm going to wake up at 5 a.m. I'm green juicing. I'm going to get my workout and then I'm going to work and I'm going to kill it at work. And then, blah, blah, you know, back to back to back. And then eventually you crash again. So this kind of roller coaster energy can be prevented 
by learning how to give yourself accolades because you can be very demotivated by feeling unseen and unrecognized. We'll get into that a little more, but giving yourself accolades and then integrating rest and nourishment into your life. And nourishment is not the same thing as a crash diet, okay? It's not like, okay, I'm gonna wake up at 5 a.m., I'm gonna do everything right. It's not like that. It's like, what do I need today to feel loved, supported, and respected mentally, physically, and emotionally? And how can I give that to myself in the most gentle way? It's it's not that complicated. And I think sometimes for threes, it's like we're winning at everything. And so it makes things so much harder and so much more exhausting that even your quote unquote nourishment is killing you. <laughs> you know, it's like taking it out of you. So before you even get to work, you're tired. So all of that being said, and well, let me also say that some of you are not doing that, right? I'm like, you get up at 5 a.m., you get green juice. Some of you that are threes are not doing that, but mentally you expect yourself to. So maybe you're not getting up at 5 a.m. and getting the green juice, but like internally when you don't, you kind of feel like you should be. So you're still carrying the pressure around that is still exhausting. So I'm just, I want to reiterate like, nourish yourself regularly throughout the week, morning, afternoon, day, all day long, take care of yourself, even when you're working, and then your weekends, one, you can rest as much as you need to, you can lay on the couch all weekend, I don't care, just be nice to yourself while you're there, but then also you have maybe a little bit more energy to like do more things that you wanna do, you're not having to like store up all of your rest for the weekend. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. All right, number five, don't get discouraged when you aren't being recognized. This is the number one way that I see threes lose their productivity. When they're passed on a promotion or an opportunity, they can become so discouraged that they just quit trying. I get it. Like it's demotivating to feel like you aren't being recognized for your hard work. That absolutely is true. It's valid. And when we consider that productivity is our path to more pleasure, the only person who suffers from this is you. So it is very helpful to focus your attention on getting your tasks done so that you can enjoy your life. Because if you start to find fulfillment in a life well lived, then these accolades, they just really start to mean a lot less because you're enjoying your life. And then it just kind of feeds itself. If you are enjoying your life, then you no longer need the accolades as much at work, which helps you to stay productive even when you're not getting those accolades, which helps you to have more time to enjoy your life. It's a nice little circle there. Okay, so let's get into pleasure. So now that we have a sense of what would allow us the space and time to experience more pleasure, 
let's talk about the top roadblocks to type three, allowing that pleasure to happen. Number one is the fear of getting left behind. Oh, you guys, I know this one well. <laughs> that fear of like, well, if I pause, if I don't go 100% full force, all straight ahead, then someone's gonna beat me there. And I don't wanna be like my only friend who's not making a certain amount of money. I don't wanna be the only one at my job not getting a promotion. I don't wanna be the only person in my niche not killing it. Or I don't want someone to kill it before I do, you know, someone to beat me at it. However, no one can leave you behind on your own journey. You're the only one on the journey, so therefore, you cannot be left behind. This is your life. This is your one existence. And if we go back to your life is meant to be lived well, not worked through, then you can enjoy your life in the moment and take the pace as the pace comes. And listen, it makes complete sense that this is how your brain experiences the world because in your early developmental years you learned love is earned through what I can accomplish if I do things people are happy with me and or maybe you know my parents did sacrifice made sacrifices so that I could finally do the things that I'm doing so I don't want to let them down or maybe the message is I never want to be my parents I want to get out of the situation that I grew up in. So I have to keep hustling because if I don't, I'll just end up in the, a trailer park again or some, you know, something along those lines. Everybody's story is different, but that sensation of like, I've got to keep going. I can't, I got to keep this motor running or my car is going to break down. Isn't your reality anymore. And even if let's say you are working a minimum wage job you know, you do feel like, you know, you're living paycheck to paycheck, which is a very valid experience. Even in that space, you deserve rest. Even in there, in that space, no matter how much you're having to work, no matter how tired you are, no matter how much you think you have to push and push and push to keep going, rest is going to give you more than hustling ever could. Allowing yourself nourishment is going to allow you the space to look around and acknowledge what brings you pleasure, what, what you're passionate about, where your um, true opportunities lie, and give you the graciousness to network with people who you could be competing against, but instead collaborate with to push each other forward. So just consider that when you're so focused on being left behind, when you're focused on what other people are doing, you're going to lose sight of the fact that this is your journey, your life, and it's gonna have its own pace, and the pace is perfect for you. Number two, a fear of growing stagnant. I think that this is something that, you know, when we think about those personal goals, you know, I wrote in a post recently, like I described it as like a fear of being seen as like, disgusting because you rested that day like just kind of like the sensation of like people in your life might be judging you for not improving constantly and i think this happens because we think other people think like us right so if our brain is 
so consumed with everything that we're supposed to be doing, all the ways we're supposed to be improving, all the ways in which we could be improving, and all of the markers we've yet to meet, then we think everyone's looking at us with that same lens. But this is where it's really helpful to remember that there's nine different Enneagram types, right? Like me as a seven, I'm looking at you going, are you happy? Are you enjoying your life? A nine's looking at you like, are you feeling peace? Are you experiencing peace of mind? Are you accepting of other people, right? We all have this lens that we're looking through and y'all, the other threes, Maybe they're, they're worried about you, but you know, in a competitive way, but mostly they're worried about themselves, right? So don't worry so much about being stagnant and how other people feel about that. Instead, can remember that pleasure and joy and play are progress. Those are things that are moving you forward. And that's why I think it's really helpful for you guys to have markers for pleasure, um, goals and markers for pleasure, because it helps you to stay connected to why you're doing it and to see progress, right? To notice that you're not staying stagnant. So maybe for you, pleasure looks like an afternoon nap. That sounds so luxurious. Set a goal to take three naps a week, right? And then mark those off as you do them. Maybe for, you know, for me, tennis right now is a big source of joy and pleasure. I maybe I want to make sure I can get 10 I serve you know 10 in a row without missing like that's really fun for me so think about ways you can add in objectives and goals to the things that bring you joy so that you prioritize them and see their worth and their purpose finally number three that third thing that keeps you from experiencing more pleasure is being so burned out that you just want to scroll online or watch TV, which ends up making you more tired and you struggle to find that next level of deep rest and pure joy. So what I mean by this is a lot of times for our threes, when I talk about that roller coaster energy, where it's like you're going so hard and then you're crashing, that crashing looks like a numbing out of just like, I don't want to feel anything. I don't want to deal with anyone. I just want to look at my phone. And then like, by the time you look up from your phone, the weekend is over and you're like, what did I even do this weekend? I feel kind of groggy. I don't really feel good in my body. Like all of this stuff. So then the, the type three mind goes, well, that's a failure, which is hard enough, you know, but number two is like, you aren't getting that net, you're, you're never rested enough to get that next level of play, pleasure, joy, thrill. So you have to integrate regular rest, like we talked about earlier, so that that roller coaster is less necessary so that you can really get to know yourself because the numbing out that energy is like, well, what is everybody else doing? What is cool? What is like the trendy thing right now? Not embodied, not like a true sense of like what feels really good to me. I had a type three once tell me that when she found out she was a type three and she was doing her journey of, of growth, she was like, I didn't even really know where I liked to eat because I was just eating at the places that were like the trendiest to eat at. And I hadn't really asked myself, 
what is good for me. And I think that that's the energy is it's kind of like this get to know yourself energy of what do I like? What feels actually good? What is my body? What does it feel like to even be in my body or be in my feelings? And how do I express joy? Like what is, what is it that brings me to life? And in order to do this, I really believe one, you need an embodiment practice of some kind. I often talk about taking a daily walk without anything in your ear, ear, like just a silent walk every day so that you can think your own thoughts, feel your own feelings, even just notice what's there for you that day because threes can really turn it off to get the job done. So that's an option. You could try yoga nidra, you could try meditation, whatever works for you is fine with me. Something to get in your body and then try some stuff. And this is a fun thing to add a goal to. Like I'm gonna try a new thing every week for the next 12 weeks, you know, and play with that energy of just trying stuff. Try painting, try running, try whatever sounds interesting to you. Take a pottery class, whatever, and see what makes you feel more alive. And then you'll know what it is when it's there and then add more of that into your life. Okay, friends, I hope you found this helpful. If you are a type three, I would love to hear if you explore any of the tips uh, that we talked about here today. Tag me on Instagram if you do so I can follow along. As always, it's an absolute joy to create this content for you, and I will see you tomorrow for the next one. Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com, the tool that makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and goals, and the Wondersuite tools will automatically lay out your WordPress website or store in minutes. Seriously. From there, you can customize your design, pick your brand colors and add blocks, no custom theme or coding required. You'll get content suggestions that you can keep or revise, and with Yoast SEO built in, we automatically help you get found in search engines. From step-by-step -step guidance to suggested plugins to an AI-powered help bot, our built-in tools make WordPress wonderful for everyone. Whether you're a beginner or a pro, you can join over 2 million Bluehost users. Go to bluehost.com slash wondersuite. That's bluehost.com slash wondersuite.